0: The Pottiskew Podcast is a proud member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Support for Pottoskew Podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels.
1: Yo, 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 jingle balls to the wall, fellas, listen up.
0: Yo, 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 what are you, Pauly from Rocky Five?
1: <laughs> no, I'm Rocky, you know, and untrimmed pubes, you know, are a thing of the past.
0: It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Dude, I, I am always afraid of of hurting myself when I'm cleaning down there, man. I almost nicked the months. Man, that shit Oh, damn, that's just scary. It always stings afterwards, too. Yeah. That's what always
1: well, that's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0, I know it's scary to call it a lawnmower, especially <laughs> shave it down, has propi- but it's got advanced skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower, which is fucking great for me, dude, because I I hate trimming it and jumping back in the shower. I just want it done, especially if I'm in a rush. So the lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which means if you don't think of yourself as having a Perfect Package, you get an actual Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there.
0: You don't want to use the same trimmer on your face that you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer.
1: You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink.
0: No, they don't. <laughs> Speaking
1: of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking.
0: And these products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help you set the mood, if you know what I mean. The perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to Manscaped high-performance anti-shaving boxer briefs.
1: You mean anti-chafing, not anti-shaving. The whole point of this is shaving.
0: I didn't say shaving. I was doing the British thing for Henry.
1: The, the British thing. Okay, well, tis the season of Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and your friends the best gift of all. The
0: Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. I can't imagine it- if you gave this thing to your dad.
1: Hey dad, I got you a gift for Christmas. Christmas? The fuck is Christmas? Ah, well, here, it's a gift for you. Oh, what is this? It's a ball trimmer. You know, it helps you know keep everything... I'm eating! What the fuck do I care? Anyways... You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. By the way, that is one word.
0: Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BIGHEADS. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Podest You as you can hear, Rico still can't get that shit right. Um, what's going on, everybody? It's CJ. Just wanted to give you a quick, brief, intro, actually. A quick, brief intro, right? That's the thing. Uh, so what's going on right now? Listen, guys, I have been through some personal stuff over the last couple weeks that, um, I have done my best to maintain releasing content. And it just came to a head in the last, like, 72 hours of my sitting down to record this intro for you, not from when you're listening to it or from when we upload it. But that said, and it that and along with a confluence of just craziness that was beyond Rico and my control, we were supposed to have a couple of interviews that life just got in the way. Mine, theirs, it, it happens. Nobody's angry with anybody. We're still going to do these interviews. We're very excited to do these interviews. They're just not happening right now. So as a result, <laughs> we don't have an episode in the truest sense of the word. So what we're going to do is I have the audio that I had put a poll out on Twitter about. It's Henry and I Uh, on our adventures uh up in red bank going to the stash going to quick stop and rst video and meeting each other um the sound quality is not great so i want to warn you that now the good news is it's not very long it's about 17 minutes ish so i i do hope you like it i hope you'll listen to it and just know that we also acknowledge it's not our best work and we'll be back next week with a proper episode i can assure you that we've already established it we i've dealt with the things i need to deal with and we will be doing a standard episode next week so um thank you to everybody for understanding and please know that we have not forgotten about you guys um we're not going anywhere everything's going to be all right we have a lot of exciting things in the next couple weeks um We have this really awesome Christmas movie debate that we're going to bring to you. And we have some interviews about Henry's film, Chasing Leia, which is finally done. Um, I won't tell you what I thought of it yet because I want to save that for the episode. However, you will hear about that soon. So be patient with this. Be patient with me because it's just really falling on my shoulders more than anybody. But um, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, for those of you in America th- celebrating Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to all of you, um, Rico and I. Hope you enjoy your day with your families, and we will be in touch soon via new episode. All right, we love all you guys. We'll talk soon.
2: Welcome to the Podcast. I am CJ on the road with my other headlight mate. What's going on, Henry? Hello, hello.
3: How are you? okay? You all good? Oh, yeah, man. Listen, we are here on the road. We are
2: sitting outside of Mecca itself, outside the quick stop in Leonardo, New Jersey. I.
3: Oh, my God. History. That is some history we just saw right there. Twenty-five years built up to this moment, and it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth it every every second. I have come
2: 4,000 miles to see this. It's worth every mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Absolutely I mean, over the moon. I, I think I came like 150 miles, so a slight difference. But yeah, um, no, I don't think was that many miles, honestly. But still, yeah. because yeah, I think that might be the length of the stage. But regardless, yeah, we're here. We just walked around the store, and the shop guy, the guy who owns the place, I assume is who we talked to, he kind of yeah, been nicer he, about it. you know. a great person, absolutely great guy. And he, he actually
3: confirmed uh, something that I heard, RST is the initials of his family. So he's owned the store since the 80s, he told me, he's he no care when he was a small... Oh, that's, your, he, that's his, that's his... That
2: was him. Oh, wow, him. he looks a lot younger than I would have figured. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, yeah, I mean, not not that I expect him to be some, like, old decrepit man, but still, I would have figured he would have been, like, because he looked, he looked at me about Kevin's age. I would have figured he'd been about 10, 20 years older than Kaz. so yeah. you know? But
3: there you go. I mean, this was the guy who it really all started with. He gave him permission. What if he'd have said to him, no, you're not shooting the film
2: Yeah, right? I mean, that's crazy. It was just it was just a lot of fun to sit here and, you know, you took a bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple pictures. Uh-huh. Um... Couple surprises that I think we should wait to let people see when they come. But we got okay. some cool surprises for for both your fans and mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I feel bad that Rico couldn't be here with
3: us. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did I to say come on down, but shame you couldn't make it down, there. Yeah, but it was so. I mean, and then
2: speaking of coming down, we meet we meet a guy while we're here from Canada that just drove from Toronto to see this. So. Obviously, Kevin's reach has always been international, but you know, here we are. and so. it truly it truly does prove the fact. Kevin Smith's
3: fans is the best man ever. We are literally we've literally been talking to this guy for like the the last forty five minutes and just getting on like a house on fire. This and, is the best man. And he, was, and he was super nice
2: and um it was just really fun, fun to talk to. The other thing that was kind of interesting for me and and i I know Kevin talked about how small the actual store is. But until you see it with your own eyes, man, that is fucking tiny in there. Yeah,
3: it really is. It's a, it's truly amazing that he made a film in there. But thank God that he did it because, oh gosh, like I said before, history. What? Where would we be? I mean, like it wouldn't. You wouldn't have.
2: I I, I dare say it, and and I'm going to get all like sentimental for a hot minute. But like, I probably wouldn't be friends with Rico. Mm -hmm. You and I probably wouldn't have connected in any capacity. Um,
0: you know what I mean? I want no
2: know cat ears. I wouldn't no smoke. You know, I mean, there's so many people that I've become friends with because of this. I wouldn't be making my movie. You wouldn't be making a movie, yeah. I mean, and, I thought you'd be making a movie, but not that movie. Do you think so? I mean, I'm not trying to discredit your abilities here, but, like, do you, th- I mean, because if Kev's your main inspiration for making, do you think you'd still be that inspired without, if, if all your other heroes that I know you have, like, like Lucas and, and Scorsese and, and Spielberg and those guys, you know, if Kev was out of that, conglomerate, do you think you'd still be doing what you're doing? I'll tell you exactly what he did. He convinced me that the common man,
3: the regular guy, the little man, can do it. That's what he did. Right. So he you, is the realistic guy. So you does. look up onto
2: these other, these goliaths of, of filmmaking, but Absolutely. it's Kev that tells you, go do it. Exactly. That's you exactly know. what he so, so my question still poses, if he, if he never makes a clerk, do you think you're shooting a movie? Possibly not. Yeah? I'll give you that. Possibly yeah, not. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's not on you, it's just, 'Cause you are right, you get that mentality of Oh, I can't do it, I'm not Spielberg, I'm not I'm not whoever. Right, Same sure. with me, like I don't think I would have be been doing the show if Kev hadn't gotten into the podcasting part of it and started saying like I mean, how many episodes of those live the live shows where you hear him saying stuff like Everybody do it. Just everybody Absolutely. You know? And you think twenty five years ago well I'll call it twenty six years ago. Yeah.
3: Him and Johnson sat in that store
2: Yeah.
3: And did exactly that. I you thought about that. And
2: I spoke about that. What What didn't occur to me until just now is that when we were in there, like we were one of the things we did while we were in there was pointing out, like, okay, well, that's where that was, and that's where that was. Like we saw what the old payphone would have been. Like the payphone's gone now, but it, the the hole in the wall where it would have been plugged yeah. in is still there.
0: Um,
2: Kev said it. The the, the TV that Randall was watching, the the hermaphrodite porn on. <laughs> He is actually the TV Kevin brought in, not for that scene, but he would come in and watch like episodes of Batman the animated series on right, VHS. Yeah. I wonder where that was. I don't I don't think I actually realized we didn't really look for that. It didn't occur to me to look. I don't I'm not gonna to go, go back there and bother this guy again, but No, it loads. Of, I mean <clears throat> obviously that wasn't there. And let's be fair, in twenty five years there's always gonna change. There's gonna be lots of changes. That doesn't look, look that different though, there's a few things, but I mean from what we saw, what oh, you see in the movie, it's not drastically different. The layout is very much the same. The layout yeah, is very yeah. much the same details, small details. That's the the is. coffee is in a different spot, I think. The shops were open. Those just shutters were open, sure. There wasn't a the sign saying you went to the shop last night. You know what actually occurred to me? I don't think the shutters are even on the building anymore. Oh damn! They've been put back. Then. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so it was it was really a lot of fun. So this is just the first installment. We have a lot more we're gonna do. Oh yeah. Um, I we're not driving at the moment. We're just sitting in the parking lot outside the. We're literally sitting outside the quick stop right now. Um, so, we'll be back with more to tell you as we continue on uh, with the rest of our, our journey today, because we have quite a bit. Our next stop is is where? I and mean, where are we going? JSL above Secret Stash. Secret Stash. Hopefully, we'll see Zapsic and again and, and not Ming Chen. That's hopefully my vote, but you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. bye. Hi, I'm Brad. And this is Rob. And I'm Dustin. Uh. You guys, I messed up. We got... uh, uh.
3: I hate him so much, Rob.
2: kill yourself already. Jeez.
3: Oh, we can't (sighs) use this one. Because you dropped the F-bomb and you told him to kill himself. Oh, did I say something wrong? Only on Big Heads Media. Yes! Nailed it! God, I hate you
2: guys. Okay. Um... The machine says we're at quick stop right now, I don't know why, because we're nowhere near it. However, we are now, uh, sitting in a parking lot not but a block and a half from James and and Bob's secret stash, and we just, uh, have I woken up? Am I, am, am I alive? Am I here? Yes? Okay, right, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I
3: literally had to sit down when we left the store. Yes, you did. It was because funny, actually. something just happened that I truly believed would never happen. First off, shout out to Ashley Whale, who got me Walt Flanagan's signature on my poster. I never thought I'd get that. But I never thought I'd get to meet Walt Flanagan, and I just did.
2: Yeah, and and he really couldn't have been nicer about it. Like, you you, you see Walt and Humble Ben, and you also hear on Tom Steve Dave, for those who listen to it. And he always came across to me as someone who would never be rude. No, N- Not that, not but, but definitely standoffish. I love it reserved. Right. And, and and he he wasn't by any means. He was nope. he was as friendly as you could you could get. Not in any
3: way, shape or form. Anyone yeah. who's heard the rumour that Walt Flanagan is moody or grumpy or or exactly that rude, not at sort all. Of one of the nicest people ever. He, he took a
2: photo with me, he signed my action figure. I I'm surprised he did that, no offense to you and I didn't think I I mean look, I know we both live by the why not, let's do it type absolutely. thing, but like that was ballsy, my friend, and I, I thought it was anyway. And, and he, he, you're right though, he was like, yeah, that's no worries. I mean, he, he signed my action figure. I, had, I took a minute to speak to him about uh, being
3: in clerks, and he said his favourite character was uh, the one who's looking at the eggs. So, the, uh, oh, the, um, well, the guidance counselor with the eggs. Uh, was the one, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He you say he was happy not to memorise any dialogue. <laughs> but my god, I was over the moon. It, the, the store was everything I wanted it to be. If anyone is a Kevin Smith fan out there and they haven't seen, or been to J. J. Saliba's secret stash. Yeah. Yeah. Get down there. The props, the artwork on the walls, everything there. Get yourself down. Yeah, there. You, you. walk in and
2: and you know obviously the front is what it is. But I mean the first thing that I noticed surprisingly was the tusk up in the cage up on yeah. the ceiling there. Right, yeah. And then as you walk around you start to see more. Um, Mike Driscoll told us about the the Buddy Christ in the corner where he was when he met Kevin when he was there. Yeah. Um, but he, and but you caught that there's um. Oh shit, what's her name? I just blanked. The chasing Amy's. Uh, uh, Alyssa. Alyssa's, Alyssa's jacket. Uh, jacket, yep. With idiosyncratic routine written on the back of it. And then next to it, and I'm pretty certain, sure, was the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, or I the Toronto Maple Leafs the hockey jersey that she wears in that one montage. I don't think she has to be wearing it in, in a scene where there's dialogue. I think no, it's no, that, no, that no, montage. No, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I know that movie pretty well. That one <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but there was so much great stuff in there. There was yeah. so much real great stuff on the walls. And obviously, if you can't fake that, you know that it's all real. But to have an original
3: gloves cast member there, and one who did six roles. Yeah. One of yeah. did six roles in that first movie.
2: What, what really intrigued me about all of it was, I mean, yes, it's, it's certainly a, a, to a degree a shrine to Kevin. 100%. But it's also a functioning comic book store, which we always knew. Like, you knew oh, yeah. that. But yeah. when you know something and then you see it, it yeah.
3: gives you two different things, Right. right. Anyone, anyone who has seen Comic Book Man or have an idea about James Lennon about Secret Stash, it is exactly what you think it will be. Just guys
2: sitting about talking comics. Yeah, the only thing that, the only thing that and I—and I, it makes sense, but I, because they probably did it for the show, but it was darker than I anticipated. Yeah, a little bit, um, yeah. Light-wise. I mean, it wasn't like dingy or anything, but it's, no. it's a lot brighter when you see it on Comic Book Man. And I, and I think that's maybe they light it a certain way. Those big ASC lights. Right, exactly, yeah. right. You know, um. The, the counter is up front, but I knew that. I knew that they built the counter for the show in the middle. Um, for me being the podcaster, seeing the, the poker table was was really... Um, as much as it was great to see all the Kevin stuff that was there, and there was plenty of it, that poker table is really what, what was like, like that moment for me to see that poker table. You know, and then... You know, I, I got to hand wall the a pot of skew sticker, which, yep. which he, as you were standing there, he seemed pretty receptive. He wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait to go listen to this. But he certainly wasn't like, what the fuck is this thing? You know. Is, I, I went in there. I had no idea he was going to be in there. No, Absolutely. we didn't know. No, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I was expecting maybe maybe he's acting, maybe someone like that. I was not expecting Walt Flanagan. When I saw him, I did not know what to do. Because I thought, if I speak to him and he's rude to me or if he's nasty, I'll never forget it. And I'll be disappointed forever. Right. Take a chance. He was the nicest guy. I was so happy. Shook you. our hands. Oh, all Yeah, took pictures. Like, great, right, great. Right, and,
2: right. Then, and then you did some shopping. And while you were shopping... Just a bit. Oh, Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> and while you were doing that, though, I stood there and talked to him about um, uh, football. Yeah. You know, uh, American football for a while. And I say that just because you might have friends that are listening. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but and I just got to sit around and talk with him. And then for those who are t- uh, Tom, C- Tom C. Dick and Matchball was in town. Yeah. And so it was me, him, and Maxwell just sitting around talking football. It
3: was something that surprised me. Like, when you look at this guy, when you hear him talk, he's just a guy. He's not a movie star. No. He's not a celebrity. He's not, like, he doesn't play that role. He's
2: just a guy. And he's such a nice guy as well. And then he- you hear, you've heard people say that, that about him, but there are people in the circle, like Ryan Johnson and Ning and Zapsic and Kevin and whatever, to see it yourself, not because you think they're lying, but to, to experience it yourself is a very is a very different monster. And it was just very cool to to feel that and to hear what he had to, to say. And and again, to just sit around and shoot the shit with him about football and comic books. Like I mentioned, one of my favorite comic books that I started with and he, he knew exactly what I was talking about. It didn't take him a second. Like he didn't have to be uh, and then he spit out the draw the artist name like instantly. Well there's a reason the
3: Kevin Bay
2: Brody,
3: of course, on this guy. Yeah. This guy knows comics. Yeah, this guy um, is the king of comics. You can tell. You
2: look at him and you say, yeah, fair enough. This guy is Brody. Oh, without question. And it, just, it was just really a cool experience to uh, fantastic experience. to uh talk to him and then see everything that was there. And it was really fun. And, you know, actually, as as, as a fan of a fan, it was fun watching you geek out, <laughs> honestly. It was kind of fun watching that, too. There was an awesome uh, J.S.
3: Sullivan reboot, um... What you got? what you call it like display in there? Loads of the props, posts oh, yeah.
2: and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great stuff in there. Well I mean how you've got that kind of platform you're gonna merge yourself, you That's know what I mean? So why not? Um and you actually got a Black man and Chronic T shirt, did you? Yes I did. From I from sure that, did, yeah. Yeah. Um, Fantastic poster. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you have the poster at home, yeah. don't you? Yeah. So, so, so I think, I think you did well for yourself, I think, I did and, and, then uh, we, we, I got the experience, I want no close enough that I can come back, so, like, that's one reason why I didn't do a whole lot of shopping, but I'll be able to come back up, and actually, I'm gonna bring up my comics, and they're gonna, they're gonna take a look at them for me, so. In the words of Bob Simpson, when he goes to Itchy and Scratchy Land, this is so
3: much like my dreams, it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> that is genuinely what that was to me right there.
2: So. So, but that's what we've done so far. We're not done The adventure is far from over. We've still got, we have a couple more places care. to do, so we will be back with the next portion of this trip when, uh, when we get there, so we'll talk to you all soon. Take care. So, I just left Henry, and uh, he actually caught a ride with Leeloo Multipos back up in New York because they're headed that way, so why not, right? So, unfortunately, we didn't get to finish this off with Henry, but I want to say to you guys, I absolutely had... One of the best days of my entire life. It has been one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. We walked in to these different places today not expecting anything except just to see the locations. And we got so much more than we ever could have asked for. Um, we, you know, going into the stash to see Jay and Tom and stash. And we sat there and while crying and is sitting behind the counter. Just talking comic books with, uh, um, Maxwell from Tom Steve Day for those Tom Steve Day fans that are listening to it. And get him Steve Day. And we're just sitting there talking to these guys like they're, and, 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 and Henry said it that I wish he was here, I think he said it earlier about, you know, they're just guys, and it was fantastic. And then we go back to, up to the, to the quick stop, to RFT, to meet up with Tucker who's opening the, the, the video store, and Fucking Ernie O'Donnell there with Mike Bellicos and we got to meet Ernie and Mike and they're, they're remodeling for the new sponcastle that Kevin announced and we got to talk to them for a few minutes and they couldn't have been nicer. They were super fucking nice and, and super supportive and it was amazing to just to, to, to be a part of all this and to hear, you know, these people talk to us and not act like they're superstars. It was an amazing experience for, for me and, I, I dare say, for Henry. And then the night tops off before we leave with him meeting Ashley from Leeloo Multipops, who couldn't have been funnier. She was fantastic. Um, I I, I, no, I hope I'm not sharing something out of turn for her, but they, she had her, her daughter with her, and she put her in a stroller outside R S T and took a picture to, to mimic Jay and Tom Bob Strike Back, and it was an amazing thing, and we all had a great laugh. And, um, it was just, it was just fun, and she was amazing, and she gave Henry his poster back that he sent off, God, gotta be three, four months ago, to get signed by Walt, or just to get it signed by Jack, and she ultimately got, like, two or three other people. So, Clark, Henry Clark's poster is almost complete, and that is an amazing, amazing thing for him, and, and I'm super fucking excited for him, and... To see his reaction, to see how genuinely emotional he got to get it back in his hands on them, but also to see the additions that were put on it and with Jeff and Wall and all that. It was really, really exciting to be witness to that. And, you know, we can't wait to tell you more about it. I can't wait to tell Rico about it, and I can't wait to share it with you guys um, again. I'm sorry if you're going to have to listen again, but we have some other cool things that to come with this. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that's enough for tonight, and I think that's CJ from Podescue signing off. We love you guys, man, and we can't wait to share more,
0: so see ya! CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Podescue is a member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Visit their website, BigHeadsMedia.com, and follow them on Twitter at BigHeadsMedia. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at podeskew. Rico is at RanceRico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for our artwork via email at LogoMike80 at gmail.com. That's LogoMike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music theme, Askew. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com/samuel-lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon.